0: Every aspect of God's work is a small replica of life in the wonderful world tomorrow. That is a huge part of God's work today. Setting an example to the entire world of how everyone will live, how everything will operate after the return of Jesus Christ very soon. In God's work through the Philadelphia Church of God today, here on the Edmond, Oklahoma headquarters campus, and in congregations around the world, at regional offices around the world, at the Edstone, England, Sister Campus, God's work places high priority on singles we are just days away now from the 2021 2022 singles winter weekend here in oklahoma singles will be traveling from all over from wherever our tyrannical national governments will let us travel from And this event lasts between three and five days. There's two different options. These days will be full of activities for all these singles. Lectures, conversation, team building activities, exploration, getting out of their comfort zone, and just having a lot of fun. It really is a beautiful program. And even though the singles program is not the primary goal or aspect of God's work, it still is a pretty large part. There are several large activities every year, pretty much, just for the singles. There are singles Bible studies just about every month. And no one else is allowed to attend those or listen to those. They're highly secret. So there is a high priority on singles in God's work. God's work does love family, marriage, children. But the singles simply can't be left out. They're an important part of. The family culture of God's work, too. Here's a quote from Philadelphia Trumpet contributor Joshua Michels in an article from last year. Like so many single men, I often envision a future with a wonderful wife at my side. She is a loving homemaker, decorates the house beautifully, serves, gives, makes me laugh, cheers me up, and inspires me forward. I think of the many projects we would do together, buying a house, transforming it into a home, building a service oriented relationship and living the give way of life for the benefit of those around us. None of these projects I thought I could or would want to do as a single man, but the urgency of time and the counsel I received pushed me despite my own will into undertaking many of them. But with every need I had, every project I wanted to accomplish but felt inadequate to tackle alone, I found myself receiving unexpected and unsought help. The house I bought is slowly transforming into a home. Plants are filling the windowsills. The variety of color is increasing. Kitchen supplies are multiplying, meals are cooked, a garden is growing, a rose bush is flourishing, clothes are sewed, bread is baked, people are hosted, and events are organized. In addition, I find great encouragement, inspiration, joy, and happiness on my dates. So here is a single. Naturally, (laughs) the majority of us human beings... Don't want to spend our lives alone. We don't want to remain single forever. Joshua Michels, my good friend, had to wait quite a bit longer than he would have liked. And yet he found within this family culture of God's work and God's church plenty of help, plenty of single ladies willing to help him make his house into a home. The singles in this church do not forget about each other and they are a blessing to the families and the elderly and everybody else. It is a unified body of Christ within God's church. And everyone has his or her own specific personalized, individualized role And the better we fulfill those roles, the better God's work is able to move forward. Now, like I said, Joshua Michels wrote this article about a year and a half ago, July 7th, 2020. It's titled Proverbs 31 Singles. And it does give you an idea of the unique perspective that God's work, that God has on the single life on dating. Now dating in the world is just a euphemism for the hookup culture. There's nothing really deep about it. There is a lot of sin involved. I remember back when I was in college, I attended Herbert W. Armstrong college here in Edmond, Oklahoma and I have some (laughs) French relatives who are not too familiar with the way things are done here. So when I told them that I have (laughs) dated every single girl at the college (laughs) three or four times each, they were absolutely shocked. Now again, it means something very different in the world. Dating, you generally only date a handful of people in your life, probably, out in the world. Yet in God's church, dating means conversation, meals, uplifting activities, and there's nothing more to it than that. It's all about developing strong brother-sister type relationships at first. And then eventually, when the time is right, narrowing it down and seeking a spouse. And it is such a better way. We get to know everyone. And we actually have an idea of who we might be compatible with. But of course, the French are a romantic people. And they especially would think about it quite differently. Now. As, as Joshua wrote here, the abundant single life is one of giving without expecting anything in return. But the blessings of God's way of life for singles can make one wonder how life can get any better than it already is. That's how great the singles program is now god's work does like i said prioritize other things a warning message to the world feeding the flock which is the second the secondary commission of the work under which the singles program falls but all these activities every year i know someone who told me recently that she has attended every single PCG singles activity of the last three years. (laughs) She listed them. Here's here's a list. It's really incredible. The June 2019 singles event in Florida. The September 2019 singles camp out in Alabama. The 2019 feast singles mixer and singles outing. The December 2019 singles weekend in Oklahoma. The March 2020 singles weekend in Oregon. The 2020 Feast Singles Mixer and Singles Outing. The December 2020 Singles Weekend in Oklahoma. The July 2021 Singles Weekend in Florida. And the 2021 Feast Singles Mixer and Singles Outing. Someone I know attended every single one of those singles events. Now that is impressive and inspiring in so many ways. To actually plan for and budget for that many activities, what is that? One, two, three, I think that's nine. Yeah, so it is literally three times every year that the singles in God's church get together, at least here in the United States. There's probably more activities worldwide for those particular regions. But this woman went to all nine of the events in the last three years. Do you think God would bless her for that? Whether with plenty of good things in her personal life, opportunities and open doors, plenty of strong friendships, and perhaps even a spouse. Certainly that kind of attitude, that type of time and money investment will pay off in one way or another or many ways. Now let's fast forward about a year and a half. Joshua Michels wrote that article I mentioned earlier, July 7th, 2020. And here from just a few days ago, December 23rd, 2021. He wrote another article titled Love Requires Risk. Again, just notice the very different perspective that God has on singles. The abundant single life. The single way of life that benefits God's work. That pushes the work forward. Love Requires Risk, Joshua Uh, quotes PCG Pastor General Gerald Flurry talking about our predecessor the late Herbert W. Armstrong whenever Mr. Armstrong spoke about a project that would help the work he conveyed tremendous excitement about it he was thrilled because his heart was in the work that was his life every time something good happened he rejoiced in that and he had a lot to get excited about of course, he had some heartaches too. Some things went wrong. That's the way it is. If you love, you can get hurt. But you know how to really live. Again, that's Mister Gerald Flurry speaking about Mister Herbert W. Armstrong. Now, Joshua, Mitchell's writes. The lesson is, in order to experience love and the abundant, blissful life, we need to risk getting hurt. This requires full commitment. Joshua goes on to talk about the physical and spiritual parallels, how so much of this temporary physical existence points us to the next life the real life, spiritual, eternal life. And like I said, God's work is a small replica of the way the entire world will work in the world tomorrow. Joshua Michels continues, Mr. Armstrong was committed to God's way of life. When he saw others leave this commitment, he was deeply hurt. Mr. Armstrong also made mistakes that he deeply regretted. But had he never committed to God, he would have never been able to contribute so much to this great work. He would have never experienced the abundant life, and we would have never benefited from his labor. Without this kind of love, life is not worth living. But we can only experience it if we allow ourselves to get hurt. That is an interesting Concept and perhaps it strikes fear in your heart. But what about this singles program in God's in God's church today? What does it mean for that? Here's another example of that physical to spiritual parallel. Ephesians 5, verse 25. Husbands love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church. And gave himself for it. That's talking about life post marriage, obviously post post wedding. But that type of love has to be developed leading up to marriage as well. Christ loving the church meant dying for us, dying really for all mankind That's a sacrifice, and you can be sure that sacrifice really hurt. It hurt God to have to watch that happen. Christ was tortured and in agony as he went through that. It hurt. Sometimes love hurts. Mr. Michels continues here in this article, love requires risk in dating widely. We sacrifice time to get to know God's family, but there comes a time when singles consider narrowing down their dating options to pursue a marital union, the way God designed it. You see, there are laws, there are rules, there are standards that preserve the singles dignity and purity. It preserves their relationship with God. And if it's done right, it is really one of the most beautiful things you could ever imagine. Mr. Michels writes in this process, One gets to know members of the opposite sex on a more personal level. The deepening of relations also opens the door to getting hurt. This shouldn't be feared. Now, obviously, that that is easier said than done. It is hard to go from dating widely and getting to know everyone in God's family to then at the right time, Trying to narrow it down. Now, men and women think very differently. And we certainly can't read each other's minds. We have no idea what the opposite sex is thinking the majority of the time. And so it's hard to tell who might reciprocate our interest in that dating process. Who might also want to date more to get to know each other better for potentially a marriage union? It's hard to know, but this dating widely process that lasts many years before narrowing it down is a great way to develop friendship. We learn how to love everyone in God's family. And it does work out very nicely in the end, if we do it right. Mr. Michels continues. The reality is that God has designed our hearts and emotions. He wants us to be drawn toward one another. He designed us to love and want to love on the physical and spiritual level. In both cases, love comes with risk and God designed it that way. So, taking risks just like God in his love for us has taken risks. That's a completely unique perspective on the single way of life, on how singles ought to live. You will not find a perspective like this anywhere else. You will not find a dating system like this anywhere else. Where. The goal is to be preserved until marriage, where the goal is to know for 100% certain that your marriage, once you finally commit to that, will last for a lifetime. You will not find a lower divorce rate in any institution or any group of people in the entire world because this is a thorough vetting process. It's all done unselfishly. That dating widely concept is meant to give and to serve and to love and to share with other people and to put the needs of others ahead of ourselves. It's not about what we can get or who we can get. And so once we go through that and narrow it down and finally get married, it's to the right person. It's who God has placed us with. And it really works. You can ask anyone who has been through that. You can ask Joshua a couple of weeks from now. He's getting married January 9th. And it's just amazing. About a year and a half after he wrote this Proverbs 31 singles article, he is receiving the ultimate reward of the singles program. He is going to have a help, someone to spend the rest of his life with. And really what it's all about is increased potential. The two of them together doing what they could not do alone. Their contributions to God's work, their ceiling in helping God's work goes higher. But within God's work are many singles, many couples, many families. And this is a very close-knit spiritual family. Those who go through this process and get married are able to serve God's work more than they ever did before. And they're also able to serve God's work in quite different ways. But it is true that not everyone necessarily will get married in this life. There are some who perhaps will stay single longer than they would like, even like Joshua Mitchell said of his own experience. And is there a reason to mope if that is the case? Well, there are so many motivating activities to be a part of even in single life. There is a single minded for God book that all of the PCG singles have received or they can receive it if they don't have a copy yet. It's 135 pages. That's bigger than a lot of the church books and booklets that are made available for free at the And there is a short section in this single minded for God book, subtitled support the work. And it's quite amazing how much the singles can do. First Corinthians seven verse 32 says he who is unmarried cares for the things that belong to the Lord how he may please the Lord. You see, the singles do not have spouses and families to look after. They can give more attention, undivided attention to God through their prayer, through their relationship with God, through their contribution in many different ways. I can speak from experience, Having, having children can be quite disruptive at times. They might come barging in if you're in the middle of praying. There might be some sort of emergency that you have to take care of quickly before you can get back to what you were doing. And singles are blessed with a lot of peace and quiet, relatively speaking. And using that the right way can be an absolutely revolutionary force in God's work. This is page seven of the single minded for God book. And this is really a compilation of lots of articles from God's church over the years. But it says, why do singles have this potential? They usually don't believe it, but in general, they may have a little more time and money on their hands than the average married person. They usually have fewer binding commitments. Knowing this, some energetic and dedicated singles zealously volunteer for tasks that free the hands of the married leaders in the congregation. The singles here in Edmond are an asset. They are highly valuable. And I hope they realize that. It is crucial to have singles helping in God's church and in God's work this article within the single-minded for God book continues new stand outlets need monitoring teen activities need chaperones setup and cleanup crews for church socials and services are always appreciated corrals can always use talented singers sports events are snappier with Competent referees, coaches, and officials, even bulletin boards need tending. And sound systems sometimes require a lot of lugging and hauling. Some singles plunge in zealously to help. Those are a lot of detailed jobs. Perhaps not as much glory in those types of jobs. And yet they have to be done. And who better to do it than the singles? And those are just a few of the ways that the singles can contribute to the work. It's all about giving, serving, loving, and sharing. We're all one big team and we just have different roles within that team. But every role is important. And like Joshua Michels wrote, loving means possibly getting hurt. But we have a love for all of God's people, and then we narrow it down to a different type of love for a potential mate at some point. But even when we don't get married, we could still share God's love and propel God's work forward with our love. Mr. Michels continues. Love motivates God to expand his family into eternity. Love enables him to sacrifice, to risk being hurt, and even to lose a member of his family. He'll take that risk of calling people today to support the work, knowing there is a small chance that people might turn away. He continues, God knows that the multiplying of his love in the hearts of everyone will far overshadow any temporary setbacks. And he said, God has called us to learn the lesson of love. That's the lesson of the single life in God's church, a totally different way of life. Revolving around God, loving God, serving God, loving each other, serving each other. And who knows, possibly moving out of that that single category eventually. But even for those who don't, we still have a spiritual marriage to Jesus Christ to look forward to. We still have the world tomorrow to look forward to. And we picture that in a small way by serving God's work today. So the singles program really is... Such a beautiful aspect of God's work. Some of my best friends in the world are singles. And I'm just always so inspired by their focus. They can do so much. All of us have to do a lot to finish this work. Thanks so much for listening today. I'm Grant Turgeon. This has been Behind the Work. You've been listening to Behind the Work. Email your thoughts to comments at kpcg.fm. Listen for a new episode each Monday at 12 p.m. Central Time.